Like you, you sell yourself earn. as a brand, yeah? Yeah, you sell yourself as a brand. Because like now, let's say in your music, you mm. have um, you as a brand. You mm. can also like venture also into other things such as fashion. Like yeah. some I've seen, I've seen, I've noticed um, mm. the upcoming brands, like local brands. So like you as an artist can even feature and like be a model for one of them. They use yeah. your song mm-hmm. as a track, like as their modeling. That's another way of earning money. Um, there are actually plenty of ways. But those are the ones I can think of, like, right now. Uh Welcome back to Season 2 of the Money Trees Network Podcast. I'm your host, Edgar Kaba, joined by my co-host, Junior. And today, we'll have a conversation with uh, two very special guests. Yeah, we'll have um, Murgor, Michael Murgor, or also known as Duck. Duck is a rapper, a musician, and also Alvin. Alvin's a producer and a musician as well. He raps, sings. Yeah, and both of them are from the BMO Collective, for those who know. Also, fun fact, I'm also part of the BMO Collective, for those who didn't know. So, yeah, we have... Murgor and Alvin here with us today. Yeah. Thanks for having us, man. It's a pleasure to be here for real, for real. Yeah. yeah. Um, thank you. I'm actually honored to be part of this Money Trees podcast. It really means a lot. Hopefully I can share with you guys the information I have on my music journey. Yeah. Yeah. So uh today we'll be talking about uh how to make money through your music for for our music guys out there. So this is a really special episode for you guys because there's a lot of money in the music industry. A lot of uh, young people, young talented people can make money through music. So yeah, this is an episode to listen to. Ah, okay, to start us off, um, why or like what made you guys get into music so heavily, so seriously? Um, <clears throat> for me, music started off way back, back in class, I know, class three, um, when DSTV was around, before I even switched to Zook, which I regret, but when we were on DSTV, Trace Urban, I used to like, like all the songs there, mm-hmm. um, try lip sync to all the favorite Drake songs, Lil Wayne, <laughs> <laughs> Justin Bieber even, all that. Yeah. Like you go to school, you show you you show guys as you're going like on a bus trip or something how you can like rap like these guys just for fun. I think yeah. that kind of like grew on me, and then mm-hmm. um I started recording on my dad's BlackBerry, like over beats that I found, um on YouTube. That was this was in like class five, and then um I watched this Disney show, uh Let It Shine. On Disney, that the one for this guy for everybody is Chris. Yeah. Yeah. A freestyle, I crammed the freestyle and then I performed it like on closing day back in when I was in Riaro. Then everyone liked it, and then from there I just started freestyling like on the bus. So this practically grew on me, and then from one reached, and then I was in Nova. Um, I was told that there were guys who rap. This guy called Nigel who raps a lot and actually liked music. Then, um, because of unfortunate things, I had my leg. And because of that, now I couldn't, like, play sports as much because most people knew me for being a sports guy. Yeah. Now, because of that, I could now focus on my music more. 
because mm-hmm. um, I had really nothing to do. Everyone was playing rugby, <laughs> basketball, football. I was just the kid over there with crutches, just chilling. <laughs> but then um, I don't really regret that because it gave me the opportunity to meet a guy who was really important to me in terms of music, um, which is Lawi Gator. Because Lawi used to come to me for advice on the music. And for me, that really meant a lot. Because for someone to come to look at you for advice, that means they look up to you. There's something they admire about you that they want to like borrow. So he used to come to me with these tracks, which were actually fire. And mm-hmm. this was in Form 1. And I was also making tracks, but those were trash. Like, I remember some of the songs I was making. And, hey, no. Nah. That was mm-hmm. trash. And then um, Lawi used to show me his stuff. Um, and a good friend of mine called Pion used to show me his stuff. And then we used to like freestyle, you know, desk desk freestyles during prep even yeah. or Saturday entertainment when you're not going for the movie or something. Yes, so like this gave us a time a chance to bond. Then there was this guy called Nigel who I really looked up to because that guy could freestyle like crazy. Yeah. And then like throughout like from one, I was like, bro, I have to be the greatest. I have to be the like, bro, I have to start this music thing seriously. And then I remember it was prep. I was just chilling and thinking of a of a rap name. At first, it was supposed to be Chiku. Then I was like, nah, that's lame. <laughs> hey, Chiku, imagine. <laughs> because of, because of, listen. <laughs> because, because, like, I didn't like Kendrick Lamar, and Kendrick Lamar was known as Kung Fu Kenny. So I was like, bro, I have to add something, like, crazy. And then, like, I was thinking in terms of, like, I want to be known as the GOAT, like, the greatest of all time. So I don't know how the GOAT related to me thinking of birds. I think it's because they're both animals. And then I ended up thinking of Ducky. Yeah, <laughs> I ended up thinking of Ducky. I ended up thinking of Ducky. And then I told guys, like, my stage name is going to be Ducky. Because everyone had stage names and everything. I was just there known as a guy who could just, like, make like this freestyle. Like, I could barely freestyle back then. But, yeah. And then mm-hmm. I was like, bro, I can freestyle. And I can also do, like, I can rap, yeah. And I could also do try something melodic. So, like, maybe I can think of an alter ego. That's when Duck came in, and I was rolling with both of them, like, throughout Form 1. Mm-hmm. Then, um, Form 1, now, Novdeck, I started, like, now seriously taking music seriously. Like, I'm meaning freestyling every single day of every holiday I had until mm-hmm. I became, like, an expert, if you will. Then Form mm-hmm. 2, I came and shocked guys because, like, I could freestyle for, like, 15 minutes straight off the top <laughs> just yeah, on a simple yeah, desk yeah. beat. And, like, guys, like... People in Nova can attest to that. Like, that's yeah. facts. That's facts. facts. I could freestyle for so long. Facts. I could, sh- like, I shocked everyone. Even, like, the Nigel guy I was looking up to, like, even him, he was he was amazed. All those from, all the guys who were, like, a year ahead of me. Um, To be honest, like, I knew they were looking at me, like, this is some kid who just wants to do music, blah, blah. He's not that yeah. serious. And then mm-hmm. I shocked them. And that, like, really motivated me to, like, push further. Then from two, I made this song that, think kind of like really made me it's called murderize that was like the first song i put out yeah ever on youtube got like one and i think got like a, a thousand views in, in like three days two days like three days or less and that's like your first, first song, song. like as a kid when you see something like that you're, you're just like dumb <laughs> and that was the first time i even went to a studio saw the mm. equipment like it was a new experience i went there with lawi yeah as i said like now he really played a big part in my music so when they with Lawi, it was just an amazing feeling. And then I was like, damn, this is something I really want to do. Like, I really want to do. Mm-hmm. Then, also me being a kid and <laughs> not really knowing what to do with all this 
quote unquote success, even though it was like a thousand views, I felt like am I really ready for this or not? And I ended up deleting my data. Up to date, I don't know why. But most people are pissed that I did. I'm also sad that I did because it would have it would have acted like something I would look back to and compare to the music I make now. And then now after Murder Rise took off, um, I kind of like laid low a bit. I was just dropping some tracks here and there, but weren't mm-hmm. hitting like as hard as Murder Rise did. I think it's because mm-hmm. maybe I deleted. <laughs> yeah. But then um, I dropped another freestyle that I did with my good friend Adrian Dege. Like Young Dege is actually mad. We've known each other since primary. He too he fire. Was, he's fire. Um, he. There's a time I went to his, I went to his place, and then we went to another friend of mine called Mbethi, who also is also a crazy producer right now. So mm-hmm. check him out. I went to his place, and then I did a freestyle on some Metro Booming beat by, I think, uh, for Twenty One Savage, "Don't Come Out the House," and that also blew up. I think it got like 500, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 500 views in like less than a few hours, so it blew up. Yeah. So like that created like more traction for me, and then now, uh, from three came in. And from three came in. From three was just nothing, nothing much, nothing much. And then from four, from four, I think that's when then quarantine hit. <laughs> when quarantine hit, that's when like things took off. And that, now that's when I met this, this, this mad nigga Alvin. <laughs> Alvin, this nigga yeah. Alvin, who made now the song that I can see like solidified me. Like I remember as an artist, that side. Yeah. That side, I think most people like know that song. That yeah. side, and then I came back with another banger that solidified it again, which was Can't Fall, produced by one and only JJ, who's over here. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. I dropped the Overtime EP, not EP, sorry, album. And Is then it an now, album or a mixtape? I actually want to call it a mixtape because, like, I was just it was just random songs, just random, yeah. like, it was just random songs, right? yeah. no theme, no nothing, just random what's songs put together. It's an album. Like what's the difference? Um, um, okay, like an album is like highly curated, like heavily curated, and a, a mixtape is like a, like something experimental, like what an artist would like just throw in, you know, yeah. just to just to just to, I don't know, like. Oh, bet I get, I get, I get, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's now for people who are into, aren't in the music industry, come on, Mimi. <laughs> <laughs> when. You 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 need to um like be like articulate like when you say heavily curated like what do you mean? Well, like, okay, okay, you go, you go. Mm-hmm. Um, when I mean heavily curated, okay, when what JJ was trying to mean is an album is something you put thought in and you have I would say a storyline to it or a heavy um theme attached to it mm-hmm. that one that the listener who being you can grasp from it. Okay. You understand? Mm-hmm. Um, a mixtape on EP. Another difference is the amount of songs. That's one, and like the theme around it also. Because a mixtape, you can just throw like random tracks that you like, like this random tracks, no theme, no nothing. Like one track can be talking about oh trap life. Another one you this sad. Another one you this happy. Like this everything. Like in the word mix, like this a mix of different tracks mm-hmm. and everything. An EP mm-hmm. kind of like the same thing, but it's just smaller. Because an EP is like five songs, mixtape is like eight, album is like eight or more. Eight plus, nine plus. Eight yeah. plus, nine plus, something like that. So also the amount of songs that are on it is also different. Yeah. Okay. 
Wait, where was that? Oh, yeah. I think I was done with mine because yeah. I already talked about... I met Alvin, dropped Overtime. Overtime really was a big success. And yeah. Mm. And what about you, Alvin? Tell us your journey. Ah, me. Let me... So, mine... Mm. Okay, to be honest, I'd never really been... I'd liked music, but then it was never, like, a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. And I was in Nova also. Mm. And you guys actually, even you, you, you guys used to make beats on FL Studio and all. Mm-hmm. And I, I used to look at you guys and I was like, nah. <laughs> and they shrug it off. Mm. Then um ended up moving to Dubai. And I was in I was in a music class, so like I was doing music as a subject. Mm-hmm. And in one of the um what's it one of the projects he told us to make a song, like a beat, okay? like an mm. instrumental. Yeah. So he gave us a garage band. Our teacher gave us a garage band. Yeah, the one for but, Apple, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But now I don't know how I had I knew about FL Studio. Mm-hmm. I think also because of you guys in school. So I was like, nah, I want to use FL Studio. I don't want to use GarageBand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I went, I searched for FL Studio, I pirated it. Uh, oh, no, FL is listening. For legal reasons. For legal reasons. For legal reasons. I didn't say that. You bought it. Yeah, I bought it then. <laughs> um, I said, you know, I made that the first um beat for the project. It was work, but it was fun. Yeah. So from then on, I would just make a beat on and off, like every maybe like two weeks, I'll I'll try make a beat. Mm-hmm. Then um, what happened? I would just keep going. Like it was never that serious. Yeah. Then um, so this was in twenty eighteen. 2018, 2018, like April, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the rest of the year, I was just, you know, like making beats on and off. Then January, the next year came, and I said, I right, now I'm going to start making, I'm going to start taking this seriously. Then I said, making beats like every day, you know, trying to learn and improve my, my craft and all that. Yeah. Then that's when Mike Murgor texted me, actually. Because I posted a beat on my story and it was like, hey, at this rate, you'll have to send me some beats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember then, that. Uh, he, he was the first guy I produced for. Like he, he um, The first song I made with someone was that side. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we just, I sent him those beats. I kept getting better and better. I learned mixing, you know, and I've just been progressing since then. Then like two months ago, I decided to also start like becoming an artist. So like rapping. Mm-hmm and all that yeah yeah so i just started doing that and you know that, that's my story <laughs> young pure bone yeah. yeah pure bone in this yeah in I, and um uh you guys are like big big okay i, I don't know was it say big okay but like, known known yeah on the come mm-hmm. up yeah mm-hmm. so like are you guys earning money from music um personally i am from the streams i make from apple music and spotify mm-hmm. you're earning from that right now mm. Ooh, but then there are also nice. some few people who hit me up like saying they want to use this in the video like use this track in the video oh. anything then i just charge like a small fee for that oh. then, yeah but from the streams i've actually earned enough not enough to buy me like a luxury car watch (laughs) house or anything but like that's enough like considerable amount don't want to say exactly but Mm. yeah oh nice 
nice for me yeah i do uh from selling beats um mixing people's vocals also have like a small bedroom studio so people come over and record so that's those are like my that's how i get money from from this music mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so i think you even answered like a question for how do you make money yeah mm-hmm. okay but like to make it broader yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> like for a rapper and for a producer like how how do you like what's the most effective way of making money through music as a producer as a rapper like your standpoint like okay you, there could be streaming streaming mm-hmm. uh streaming your music yeah um charging people to use your music on their videos selling mm-hmm. beats but are there like more ways and yeah um yeah actually agree there are more ways to it like as an artist for me mm-hmm. um there's so many ways because you can earn from streaming that's one as you said mm-hmm. you can earn from people using it like in their videos youtube be it you can also get streams from radio plays that's if you get big enough mm-hmm. you can also get um paid for you as yourself like you as an artist you are mm-hmm. your, your your own brand so mm-hmm. whatever you do like if you advertise for another company Yeah. Um let's say you do an advert for I don't know some food commercial and they use yeah. your track you get like, money for that. Like Give a commercial one. Kaush, yeah, kind of like Kaushon he did for juicy, fresh. This is special yeah. juicy fruit. I think it was fresh. It was fresh. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know one of the two one of the two that one. I think it was fresh. Um it's like that like Kaush mm. obviously got paid for that. Like yeah. Spirit of us for that mm. company mm. and get their name out there cuz you as yourself you're your own brand. So <clears throat> it's not only like you focus on the streams and everything. Mm-hmm. Also, it's like so many ways like you, you sell yourself earn. as a brand yeah yeah you sell yourself as a brand because like now let's say in your music mm-hmm. you have um you as a brand you mm-hmm. can also like venture also into other things such as fashion like yeah. some i've seen i've seen i've noticed um mm-hmm. their upcoming brands like local brands so like you as an artist can even feature and like be a model for one of them they use yeah. your song mm-hmm. as a track like as their modeling that's another way of earning money Um, there are actually plenty of ways, but those yeah. are the ones I can think of, like right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. What about you, Alvin, on the producers' uh, end? Um, on the producers' end, I would say it's also kind of similar because mm-hmm. um, I've had the producers who post their beats on like Spotify, and you know, yeah. like um, the other day I was looking at, I saw I was scrolling through Instagram stories, mm-hmm. and you know, on the Instagram music, yeah, yeah. I saw a beat like someone had made a 90s sample type beat mm-hmm. and they're posting it on Apple Music and like it blew up <laughs> like oh. they posted it on all platforms yeah? mm-hmm. and it blew up so I searched the name and also see this guy is like a, a big producer on YouTube in terms mm-hmm. of like he posts a lot of type beats mm-hmm. and he has over like he has like 50k subs yeah so I was like so for as a producer you can one post your beats on streaming platforms Uh, you can sell beats um and now the good thing with selling beats you can sell leases which are like the cheaper ones or an exclusive which is like the most expensive and it's like your your own beat like what's a lease yeah. so like okay for for selling beats yeah mm-hmm. there's there are two there are two um basic licenses in a way like these are this the non exclusive license which means that um if you buy this beat 
mm-hmm. someone else can come buy that exact same beat. Oh, it so means multiple so. people can buy that beat. Yeah? Oh, uh-huh. And for an exclusive, mm-hmm. um, it means that only one person, like the one person buys that beat and keeps it. Ah. So usually for the exclusive, people pay way more. Oh, yeah, than and the least, yeah than the least because um they want the beat to themselves you know mm-hmm. yeah uh as a producer you can also learn mixing and get um cash from that mm-hmm. um help artists grow in terms of manage them or even just have like a small studio for them to come record yeah uh what else even just the brand like if you're a non-producer you can also do what the artists do in terms of having your own brand Mm. and advertising for people you know their product and all okay so yeah mm. that's interesting okay so um i have a question for you guys uh-huh. since um you guys have been doing this music thing okay not for long but you have a good grasp of the industry it works yeah so um what what exactly are the issues you face like on a day-to-day as an artist or a producer or basically a, just a, a creative what problems are faced like what what will someone entering this business expect to face um okay let me speak from the artist perspective um as an artist the for one is honestly recognition because music just like any other career is flooded. Mm. There's so many musicians, so many, yeah, yeah, there's so many artists in the game right now, really on the industry. Mm-hmm. And the issue where I say recognition is because you want to be, you'll stress, you as an artist will stress yourself so much to be recognized. You want to be known in the public. I, you want everyone to see you, everyone to notice you. And you have to have that special, that special, like a gem in you mm-hmm. like what difference what what's the difference between you and the other artist what's the difference between you and that other artist so i can also guess go listen to so mm-hmm. being distinct for you being distinct enough for you to be recognized is an issue mm-hmm. and from recognition that also brings stress because you notice when you're let's say you've just started music and you start releasing music it's not really getting the response you want or the recognition or the it's not getting the attention it deserves. From that, you get stressed because you feel like you're not getting recognized. And then you see another artist um, also doing the same thing, but him is, him is profiting more. Yeah. Or mm. him is doing more. So, like, that comparison of, of comparing how some was... artist is recognized and you're not can be stressful. But to that, um, a solution to that is, like, you're not competing with that artist. You're competing with yourself. So it's mostly you benefit. Uh, you're supposed to better yourself, not try to be better than that artist. And eventually, as you start noticing that and like taking those words into heart, you'll slowly grow as an artist. Because to be honest, in the music industry, it's a slow, steady process. Nothing to rush. Like if you rush, you won't have like you know every time every like journey. You, sh- you shouldn't like go too fast in it because there's so many gems and so many um good pieces you can pick up from each step you're heading not directly going to the top which i actually feel is good having a slow come up other mm-hmm. than having a rapid one yeah so for one issue i'd say is recognition another issue you can tend to face is um 
probably marketing marketing is another issue because yes you have um you have you have the music you mm-hmm. have the let's say the talent yeah the song is amazing and everything but how are you gonna put it out for everyone to listen to it how are you going to portray it for everyone to like i want to click on this i want to listen to this like, like how you gonna, how you go- gonna sell it yeah yeah how are you gonna sell it practically how are you gonna sell it how are you gonna advertise it to the extent where um as much as you're putting effort into advertising it you're also gonna put profit like it's gonna bring profit you get like the mm-hmm. way the same way you're advertising like you put money into advertising or whatever mm-hmm. um is the same money that's going to be brought back and it's going to double like it's going to be profitable because you also want to try profit from your music and from that now that also leads you now to okay. um some quote I'm living by right now which is um it's not about what you know it's about who you know so right now you need to make sure you try get as many connections as you want and as many connections as you can mm-hmm. to be able to market yourself properly because Right now all I'm noticing is when most people hear marketing or if I say advertising most people are thinking like simply they're posting it on IG story go listen to this and then several people doing that like yeah that's kind of it but that's kind of bland if you will it's not really advertising like I'm thinking of maybe getting like doing paid promotions mm-hmm. um probably making like a good snippet of the song a good video a mm-hmm. short video of the song a good teaser there's so many things you have to put in it mm-hmm. um getting the right people like even getting screen time maybe on the tv if you're big enough there's so many things into advertising that um artists need to look into before like they would also this post a song cuz posting like dropping songs without like a specific um arrangement or order can be like it's i would say like you're just wasting bullets if you will because you're just wasting opportunities where if you marketed this properly this would have been way better than it is now you get what i'm saying yeah yeah so marketing is another thing that i find yeah. artists need to look into another one is i don't want to put this but don't be too hard on yourself mm, you get because yeah. as an artist um nice you, wanna, you wanna be you wanna be the best like you want to be you see all these um artists getting accolades all these other guys getting advertisements everyone is listening to their music yeah, everyone is posting yeah. them on their story um the girl you the girl you're trying to crush on is putting that on a story on a snap everything <laughs> like every, like the guy you you all your artists all the artists you're seeing are everywhere you get yeah all artists you're seeing everywhere but you you're just there just chilling in your room trying to figure out what to do from mm-hmm. that um because me personally i've actually experienced that like man i'm speaking like this because personally i've experienced that and from that i would just like to advise the like artists who are starting or coming just like me um just as i said before you're competing with yourself not the person because now if you're too hard on yourself you end up getting stressed because you're comparing yourself to another artist and you're seeing how that artist is successful and you're not or you're not as successful as him you get So because mm. of that um you get stressed from that stress you lose that passion that drive you have to make more music and because of that that's how you get like people um stop music because they feel like it's not for me and i feel like the moment you stop maybe that's the point that mo- maybe that time you decided to stop maybe if you just decided to put a little more effort that would be your time like to shine you get that's why i normally tell myself mm. so you know like i feel 
if I put out something, it doesn't really do as good as I expect. I'm not the type of person to be like, ah, this is trash, like, it's so unfair, blah, blah. I wouldn't beat myself up. I wouldn't say, like, I'm not as good as someone. They say, okay, it hasn't done this good. But back to the drawing board, back to me um, spending hours in my room trying to perfect my craft, um, as you always should, because the more you polish on your craft, the more you take time to polish on your craft, you'll notice, like, you'll start enjoying it more. Like, you'll start making music and enjoying it. You won't even be focusing on, is this um, is this going to be liked by people? You first thought of, this is going to be liked by myself. And the fact that you're going to like it, genuinely, um, when you release it out there and you get even better um, response from it, you're even happier than you are. You get. Yeah. So, yeah. So, don't be too hard on yourself when you see things aren't going as well. Another thing... Um, Okay, me personally, I haven't really experienced it, but most of the artists I know and talk with tell me they have an issue with writer's block, which is practically like, I don't know, like you feel like you're writing something and you're not feeling it or it's not hitting the same way as it should. It's just, mm. it's not, you get, yeah. like, you know, you don't like it. It's just over there, it's just, uh, like, you don't like it. And you keep on, and you try another beat, you try listening to another beat, you also don't like it. You try writing a hook, you don't like it. It's that constant of, that constant, okay, you know, personally not liking it um, will create like that frustration. Then people quote it as writer's block. It's just like, you're like, there's a block in your creativity. Like you can't think of um, a certain hook or anything. For that, um, I genuinely, for me, if I was to experience it, like, I'll just, like, take it as a sign, like, I need to relax. You get? Because mm-hmm. as much as you're doing music, you also want to be at your best condition of making the music. You don't want to just make music, like, bro, I have to make music, I have to make music. You get? You want to be at your best um, position and also your best self. You get? So, yeah. you have to be, um, like, I would even say take a break, maybe, and go for a walk, listen to music, if you will, like distract your mind off of the music and probably like watch a podcast, listen to this podcast. Um, just find something else to like distract your mind or something you can also grab knowledge from, like maybe an interview or something. It's like something just to take your mind off the music so you relax. And mm-hmm. I just want to tell you, like, if you get writer's block, don't take it as like a bad sign. Like it's normal, it's natural. You get, it's natural, so... That's not something that you should look down upon. It's something that you should just take in and understand, like, okay, I have writer's block. So right now I'm just gonna relax and I'll come back later and hopefully it'll be better. Yeah, that's okay. all I have to say for the problems. Mm, okay. Hmm. Nice. Uh for me, the problems, I would say first one is just stay creative. Cause um, I mean, you listen to, you know, the mainstream sound of beats, you'll be like, oh, let me make this kind of beats because this is what's popular. You know, I might sell more beats like this or stuff like that. And from speaking from experience, when you do that, it just, you lose sight, you know, you burn out so quick and you're never able to make quality beats, you know. So just stay creative, you know, just try not to follow the what's trending. Because, you know, you might say, oh, little Baby's trendy. Let me make little Baby type beats. But then 
it's not really coming from your heart in a way like it's not coming from your passion so you end up burning out quick and your beats are usually like top quality you know so just sticking true to yourself and making what you feel um is one challenge for sure another one is you know just getting out there networking getting artists to sell your beats to um you know it it gets hard because you know you also lose sight because you see some people grow so fast and then you're like damn what am i doing wrong like i saw some other dude um he had 800 subs and in like a month he had like 5k subs no 4k subs like he had he had in the beginning he had 800 subs yeah and um i found him when he had like 800 subs i checked him i checked later like in a month this guy had like four five k subs and you know as a producer that's a lot because we have five k subs even if just like 50 of those people bought a beat every month that's already a lot of money so um i saw this guy grow in like a month so quick and for me in that same month i barely grew by 100 subs <laughs> and i was like what <laughs> what am i doing wrong and i guess also just comparing yourself with other people as murgor said it doesn't help because you lose cycles you know so yeah. i kind of tell myself in a way like if i see someone doing better than me i work on myself in terms of like i try better myself i don't um stay thinking like damn what am i doing wrong you know and all that um what else uh balancing music and like other things other aspects of life because like i'm in school and it's my final year so it gets hard to balance both school and music at the same time because you don't have to make a beat every day okay i told myself i'll make a beat every day um but then also have school work and all that and i'm in school the whole day so it gets a bit you know hard like i've actually not made a beat like in two days because <laughs> i've been so busy with school work and i've also been sick so it gets i guess that's also another challenge yeah think that's that's what i would say are the challenges okay okay and um based on all of this where do you see yourself uh musically speaking in the music industry like uh five ten years from now like what are your goals uh, what are your long-term goals in your music artistry in my music hey hold up my nose more start <laughs> <laughs> okay um for me you say in the next five ten years for me right now, right now my goal for this year is to chart on Apple Music. That's my goal for this year. That is, chart on Apple Music and get a song that has over 100k views. That's my goal for this year. In the next five years, I now wanna not have the goal of charting. Like I want charting for me to be constant, like a constant. Like every time I put something on, it's charting top 10. I want that top 10, even one, even to be top, like the top, like top three even. And also have one to my biggest goal also is to have like I chart number one for like a good time, like a good period of time. You get like let's say like a week or two, like even ten even a month charting number one the next five years. That'd be really good. Another thing, probably like as time goes, 
buy even get a plaque like a gold or platinum or something that would really mean a lot to me also winning like an award um for my work as time goes by like being even getting an award being nominated things like those that would really mean a lot for me and also featuring with like big artists um that i've also big, looked up to big artists like like who big artists such as um maybe even like even from local i'd even say even calligraph Dr. Pizzo, i don't know even butros like this bigger artist like than that i am right now and even like expand maybe i don't know even get that nasty c feature rema banner boy davido all these artists even like expand even to us uk get even um a uk artist on this digger d who knows <laughs> dutch dutch um, dutch h heady one um i go to states um you have so many artists from states i don't know even like let's say if things go good and i can afford a drake feature why not like why not why not um this big artists artists like i've been looking up to since i was a kid or mm. artists that i've grown to look up to even right now as we speak yeah that's how i see myself in the next few years mm-hmm. uh for me where i see myself in the next 10 years five years um i see myself making a living off just selling beats you know like i'll have finished my university by then so i'll just be focusing on music um you know wake up make a beat then you know make a song you know and like i'm just getting notifications hey you've made a sale you've made a sale um you know and i'm just being i'm able to live comfortably just doing what i love um then you know grow as an artist you know join either join this underground you know producer community like it's like a global producer community you know like these guys who produce for these upcoming artists so i want to be able to um first enter that and then now also enter the underground artist scene so you know i'm just i'm in both of them and i'm using the connections from the producer community and the artist community to grow you know both my like just grow in general and i have like my plan to do that is you know you know just to also i want to get like a placement you know like have a song with a big artist um in the next five years you know even i told myself next year i'll work my hardest to get at least one placement so like a song with just one of these artists either an, an upcoming artist or um one of the big artists i get us imagine i get a, a a song with over a million views that would be fire um what else here to be honest that's that's what i see for myself in the next five ten years nice thank you for listening to the money trees network podcast you can check out ducks and alvin's music in the links that we'll put down in the bio below see you also on the next episode and if you're listening to this episode on apple Podcasts, don't forget to give us a five-star rating as it helps us grow our reach also if you have any feedback regarding the podcasts 
and the money cheese network you can reach us on instagram and twitter on our handles money trees ke